Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to Beyond the Notion with me, Chloe Ferguson. This is one of my handpicked episodes. It's a song which I found on Discover Weekly, I think three weeks ago now, and uh, just sort of fell in love with it. It's got just the way it's structured and the lyrics, and I just like it. It's a tune, you know, it's, it's got a bit of groove, it's nice. And I have Mr. Scott Ruth with me here today. Yeah, Scott Ruth, that's how your artist name is presented, isn't it? Yep. Hello. Yeah, I'm really happy. This always makes me so happy. It's always lovely to meet new artists who I've never heard of because I generally fall in love with most indie artists, but uh, and their music. But it's always nice when you actually go to the artist and they're like, "Yeah, that's cool." So a huge thanks to Scott and all the other people who said that in the past few months because it's just a dream for me when I obsess over a song, unhealthily. But <laughs> um, yeah, as you well, guys, I appreciate you having me. I'm always happy to do this stuff. Well, you're in your studio. I don't know who's going to listen to this on the anchor, so people who can't actually see the video. But you've got a lot of guitars. Look at the guitars. Yeah, I do. Um, Lovely. This isn't even all of them, but no way. The way that I've acquired so many, I've, I've you know, I've, I get along with a lot of comments. <clears throat> but I, I mean, some I've purchased. Some are just like. I'm like, you know, like, I, not most of my friends aren't musicians, so like, you know, people oh, wow. will inherit guitars and be like, I don't know what to do with this, you want it? And so they'll give it to yeah, me. Just like, so, yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah, so some of them are just like, you know, hand-me-downs that have been given to me by friends or family, and then some are purchases, and, but I played bass in a band for a while, oh, some okay. basses, some acoustics, some uh, electric guitars, and, and I also do a lot of my own recordings, so it's kind of nice to have all these different so are you still in a band currently or is it just obviously you're doing you as Scott Ruth I guess it's just your main project at the moment is it yeah yeah Scott Ruth my solo music is always my main focus um, but I do play in other bands and do other things um, yeah so uh I mean, is this just kind of the way that it works to, to kind of make a living in the music industry nowadays? You know, unless you're one of the top level artists that are selling a lot of records or doing really well on streaming, uh, then you kind of need to branch out. So, like, you know, although I do try to focus as much as possible on my stuff, I play guitar in a band, I play bass in another band, I play. I mean, I've even done tours on drums, which I'm not really a drummer, but I've done that and like studio work and fun things. Kind of an all-rounder, I think, musically, which is um, that's that's incredible. I didn't didn't know that actually. I've seen, I saw a few of your stuff on Instagram just because it's. I know we're talking about the song, but it's always nice to know when you sort of find new music. And I said to Scott today, guys, that I had his sort of most popular on Spotify. I like to know what songs are you know sort of the most listened to and. He has some really good stuff. The textures is, is what I noticed mostly when I was setting up, and I did explain that to him before. So do give his songs a listen because it's really nice. It's and it's well produced. I don't know. Do you mix your own stuff? Sometimes, um, yeah. It's about half and half, maybe. Um, I'm like I, I work in a kind of a hybrid approach where I start a lot of the stuff on my own here, and then if there's, you know, I live in a um, a duplex actually so okay. there's somebody above me uh, so i can't do like drums here <laughs> you have to restrict yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly so i gotta you know i'll go to the studio um to do stuff like that and, um, i feel like if, yeah and 
if, if they knew who you were or if they sort of knew how many lessons you had you could be like guys come on and they'd be like okay yeah this guy is doing this for no, a living they're, they're cool <laughs> we're friends we're all friends so it's all good but they uh they work from home right uh, or at yeah. least post post pandemic they work from home so it's, yeah. that's been a little challenging i just kind of like gotta be stay on the quieter side but they're really accommodating it's really cool um but as yeah. far as the song that you're talking about take it back um i didn't mix that one that was a guy named andy park who uh, lived in seattle washington yeah it's nicely mixed you know, all these songs there's a reason why i think i have so many plays on these playlists and stuff is a reason why i got it in my discover weekly so many of you guys mm. who want to know about the song which is why i'm doing the podcast uh interview you guys will also be thinking oh gosh it's it's all there and you have it's just perfect you just put it on it's been sunny in the uk for the past sort of three days and it's today i was just there on the beach listening to it and I love it. And I guess, yeah, I've been, I've already gone off subject with just you as an artist, Scott. Sorry, I, I tend to do that when I'm curious and I'm discovering new artists. So mm-hmm. apologize. It's not about the song yet, but um, I guess I'll go back to Maya as I did at the start of the show in January and ask you, how did this song start from final thought to final note? Yeah. So this song, um, because it's kind of a funny story i was working i used to work in retail years ago um so it's kind of been circulating for a little little while now but i remember specifically with this one it was just kind of like a um a jam i had in my in my head i'd be i noticed myself often like you know for weeks just like walking around the store like like singing this tune in my head and then like subconsciously really and then I uh, realized that that's probably a sign that it's something I should uh, put yeah. down on record so uh, mm-hmm. so that's how like the music came and you know all the chords and the general um, you know feel of the song uh, and then yeah I started it here in my home studio and like and made a I tend to make a pretty fully fleshed out demo and spent spent a good amount of time on that and then um took it to noah gunderson and andy park up in seattle washington and um finished it there and we we ended up using some stuff for the demo and uh but then retract a lot of things um as far as drums and vocals and all that and um Geez, I may, maybe the story isn't quite so interesting, but yeah, this is this this song. Like a lot of my songs are kind of a lot more introspective and mm. deep and uh, and whatever, and maybe have a better story attached to them. This one was just kind of like a fun one that I wanted to get out. And and um, if you can hear, like, there's throughout the song, there's like uh, kind of buried in the mix, but there's like some like kind of like banter and like background voices you might hear and that was just like us fooling around like me talking (laughs) to them uh during takes and I was actually for one of the takes um my friend uh my friend who lives in in Ireland facetimed me while I was singing vocals and so I was like holding my phone up facetiming him while I was singing yeah and um and that made it in the song as well so when i think about that song i just think about um how fun it was to record it 
yeah. how fun it was to like let That's Noah so nice. in the mm. yeah yeah it's uh it does sound like you're having fun a in couple this years song. now but it's, what's that it, it does sound like you're having fun in the song because at the end there is a, <laughs> a something i've <laughs> i hear something at the end it's like a distorted was that the phone conversation you had with your mate in ireland there's something at the end that said and i don't know what it is what what what's being is it you speaking no it yeah it is the it's my friend on the phone i i finished the vocal take yeah and he was laughing and he said something i think he says um you better keep that take oh so good i'm gonna try and let me put that in I love that so much. Little thing. This is the thing when you interview these, like, this is the good thing about me talking to the people whose song I listen to loads. Cause I didn't know that. I didn't even know you're like, Oh, we had banter in the song. Like, it's, it's got that vibe. You can't listen to this song and I feel happy. It's like I said, it's kind of a anthem for me, to be honest. But, um, love that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because I've recently moved from a city back to the north of the coast. So it's sort of, I remember like at this point, I'm not working at the moment. I just thought I'm going to go to the beach on my first day back. And I had this on, it's sort of like, even though the, the lyrics aren't specifically, uh, they don't relate too much to me, I don't think. But it's it's just like, it's that thing of driving your car and then looking at the, the sand and being like, it's that. And I don't know if it's the instrumentation or... Um, but I love that. It's, it's so nice to know. I wouldn't have ever thought that. And I wouldn't have thought it was your mate on FaceTime who was saying mm-hmm. that at the end. I just thought that might have been the the mixing engineer or you who was just saying like, Ugh. but it's so good to know that that was, uh, there is, it is a story behind it. It's nice as well to think it's a finished product now, but you remember it was like really good times. It wasn't like you were in a, oh, I've got to do this again. And uh, I'm so bored of this song, you know? So it's cool for sure yeah i mean you're you're absolutely right there's a often you know being in studio can be kind of stressful you maybe don't feel like you're nailing your takes and that you're not really capturing the song in, in the way that you wanted to mm-hmm. so when it happens like so freely like that and it's and it's mm-hmm. just kind of carefree and um fun and it, that's yeah. yeah those are always good memories and i didn't tell you this actually even when we I sort of uh, for people who are Scott's fans out there who might listen to this or maybe Noah's fans. Um, I stuck that day that I said I was on the beach and I listened to it and I was sort of falling in love with the song and the vibe. I'd posted it on an Instagram story on my other account and I had so many people like, "What is this song? I can't find." anything from these two guys as a collaborator and it's interesting because you said that you guys have collaborated a few times because he worked on your EP and I was there sending this song I was like they, they have Spotify's and they have mm. it's on iTunes and this guy has this and that but you had a lot of good feedback from my personal account as well people were like what is this song it doesn't ever happen that much when people say that but a lot of people loved it and I sort of scanned the beach with this song in the part when it's like I don't know it just works it's just so catchy and I love a good like pop song is it pop I can't really tell really cool to hear yeah sorry about the sort of the voice that was a bit of an I'll probably cut that out of the podcast let's not uh do that without getting some lemon honey again but you sound great well, maybe we'll feature you on the next one. Oh, stop. Don't. No, that's going to, I can't. No, that's going to be, that'd be too much of a, I think that'd be a huge deal for me, but oh my gosh, yes. If you play it live, I come to California next year. I'm going to just call me up on stage, I think, Scott. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. I've, I've got some harmonies ready. You know, I'm really, I'm quite bad at harmonizing, but 
but no, that'd be great. I think uh, I said to Scott that I uh, might go to California next year with my friends. So it'd be cool to catch a live gig and hear the rest of Scott's music. Um, I think, imagine that song's awesome live. So have you had a chance to perform it live since the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah, we've played it a bunch. Um, that's always a fun one. I Yeah, we sometimes will close the set with it or yeah something just to end on a good, uh, fun positive yeah. note and uh yeah I, I would say since that song came out i probably haven't played a show where i haven't played uh played that song and it did and it mm. did come out pre-pandemic so it was it just did. before yeah. covid yeah it was 19 late 2019 yeah so um it's been a little while yeah did you say it was late 2019 yeah it was i yeah. believe in november of 2019 oh, okay. and then um and i was supporting it for the for the following months and then and then everything happened so we kind of that all got cut short but yeah it is technically an old song if you do the math but it's it's hard to not to uh, count the last you know year and a half (laughs) yeah let's just blank that out as if it never happened that's what we're all trying to yeah like (laughs) i saw a meme today like okay you know i I lost a year but it wasn't my fault this time you know it wasn't that i was being stupid Mm -hmm. with money or I don't know, I was drunk or something. It's like, it was it was out of our control. And I assume going by, speaking of the pandemic, I know we shouldn't bring it up on this show because it's all everyone talks about, but we have to speak about it because it's like, it had such a, I think, a stain on us musicians, didn't it? And we couldn't gig. Um, mm-hmm. So you've done, I imagine, you've you've basically back on the bandwagon, you get, you're actually gigging and stuff now, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think I've played a handful, five, six, shows of my own um and then a couple with the band i play guitar for so it's the ball is getting rolling um it's not fully back to normal uh i think there's kind of a honeymoon phase when 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 we were allowed to have shows again where people were coming out but especially in cities like you know la new york and certain others that are still kind of strict um you know attendance is pretty low because it's kind of a hassle to get out to a show a lot of the time and um people have to like show negative Mm -hmm. covid tests and stuff which is just kind of a hassle for everyone so um Mm -hmm. uh, but we have been doing it you've been doing as much as we can and then there's Mm -hmm. tentative plant like touring plans for next year um so yeah hopefully by then everything can get closer to normal yeah it's it's getting better i think i've noticed um especially here th- there's definitely it, there's a change and it almost feels like there isn't a something going on there's obviously your masks and stuff like that but in england i went to england the other day i'm in wales but i went to england the other day to shop mm-hmm. and yeah you just walk everywhere and i remember my mate from california actually told me oh things are pretty normal here still which is great i think it just feels so good to get stuff out when you're creative. It must feel so good mm-hmm. to play the first time and just like, oh my gosh, and have audiences like you've probably got, I imagine you've you've had audiences that are actually singing your songs back to you, sort of replicating lyrics and they know the songs and that must be such a good feeling after so long of not having that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is always a great feeling. So it's, it's like something you've written. And there, yeah, that's never really happened to me before. A few people, maybe, because I, I was I was in a band a few years ago, um, actually even th- this year as well, but I've never had it when people are actually singing your songs. Maybe they're like, oh, this one, I know this one from Spotify or from what you've posted on your Facebook. But um, going by your numbers, you have a lot of fans out there and, you know, that's it's awesome. I bet they're so excited to see you in the ne- like next year's tour. 
good times yeah i mean i hope so uh, you know i it sounds like there's doubt in your voice but I'm like yeah of, of course there will be it's going to be are you, are you doing a UK tour by any chance um we're there's talks of a tentative UK Ooh. tour yeah um, so that uh-huh. would be hopefully the top of next year but it, nothing's solidified quite yet um, yeah but, understandable uh, yeah so are you guys out there is it pretty back to normal or venues running full capacity yeah, and all that? It's, yeah, it pretty much is. I think, um, yeah, like we have, I don't know if you've heard of Biffy Clyro. Uh, they're yeah, playing, yeah. I was meant to go today down to the south. I'm in the north. It takes like four hours to get to the south and I was going to go with a friend tonight to see them. And yeah, that my friends have been posting about it. They're starting around now playing and I've been getting, you know, sort of uh, picture messages and yeah, there's no one, there's masks, but People are just like, it's a gig. We're going to have fun. And probably they're allowed to take them off as well now because, yeah. um, but in Wales, it's different from England. So like England basically don't really care. When I went the other day, they were like, you don't have to wear your mask. I've literally been told to take off my mask. That's how weird things are now. They're like, you don't need to do the scan codes. I don't know if you guys have that in America, but the little codes. And, um, but it's good. It's good. I think uh, my, my band of churches, they're like my musical idols and they're playing hmm. March. And I just feel it's not, going to happen i don't know why i feel like if the vaccines don't roll out but i better hope well because it's you know we need to all hope and and we can actually be screaming their names and these singing these songs and um so it should be yeah i, I don't know to be honest we'll, we'll see what happens um i should probably gig i'm not gigged in a long time either but yeah, you gotta do it absolutely and writing what's happening with you and writing then so when you were doing all this stuff in lockdown i have to ask because i'm i really struggle with sort of laziness as a writer in the times not even pandemic but in the times you're just not really feeling it what do you do like do you stop writing or do you carry on well it's definitely hard to you know there's definitely Mm. moments where you just want to put down your instrument and walk away and Mm. you know come back the next day or the next or take a vacation and come back (laughs) you know in a few weeks but uh i and i'm not like you know I'm not a prime example of, you know, discipline by any means, but I've tried mm. to, I've developed a pretty good discipline uh, over the last year, at least mm. to um, to sit down and like force myself to be mm. productive because otherwise, like, you know, so much time can go by and you realize it's yeah. been six months and you haven't really done anything of worth. So, um yeah, I mean, I th- for me, uh, not having my phone on me has been a big mm, okay. Big There's a bit thing. of a tip like, there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll generally well. So, so here's a here's a couple of my tips. I don't know mm. if this will work for everyone, but I, I, I stay on a pretty strict schedule. I wake up early, mm. um, at like six thirty every morning, and I walk wow. my dog, and then I drink my coffee, and you know, like get my blood flowing a little bit and then go straight into this room and start working on music. Wow. Okay. Um, and, and I do that every day and to like stay on a strict schedule like that has been really helpful. Um, mm. at least to feel, you feel better. Your body feels better. You physically feel better when you're on a, you know, on a strict mm. schedule like that, not like staying like, Versus you, when you're on tour and you might not go to bed till four in the morning mm. or whatever, like and, mm. and your body's all messed up. That's been really helpful being on a strict schedule. And then 
I generally do have my phone in the same room, but I'll keep it like way like away. So, yeah. 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 So I can't just grab it at any moment. And right. that's, that's the helpful tip. And um, yeah, I mean, really any distractions you can eliminate is always really helpful. And, and mm. you might not always feel like you're doing making something really good and you might not be but just the act of like of of doing it mm. uh, and and keeping that like muscle fresh is is, yeah. is probably a good thing and and there have been songs that have that I've started that haven't felt um like I call them winners <laughs> that uh and and they've and they've ended up being some of my favorite songs like mm. where I just seem I'm like oh this isn't a winner but you know I'll see it through to the end or I'll like yeah. you know take it to one of my friends and see if they see something mm. in it that I don't not thinking anything of it and then um you know once I gain some perspective and maybe like someone else's perspective and Mm. um we were able to work on it a little bit they end up some of those and end, end up being some of the like probably the most creative songs because like because yeah. it comes from like this place that you're you're not used to um yeah. you're kind of like blindsided by this idea that you're kind of just forcing out for more or less mm. um um i don't have any like examples of that really because a lot of those songs are unreleased still but um um anyway it's good to, it's good to be disciplined is the point of what I'm saying and, and, and just like sit down and um and do something and it might only be like you know if I write a verse one day mm. that's a successful day for me like I'm not like yeah. I'm not looking to sit down and write you know a whole perfect yeah. pop song front to back because that's those are expectations that are way too they're just unreal you're never going to get get there not at least not on a daily basis and so um um you got to just have you know realistic expectations for yourself and like like you said if you write like a couple lines or a verse or like hammer out a chorus or this or maybe a part of a song that like you were struggling with the day before like that's mm. a successful writing day for me so like just having like realistic um, expectations mm. of yourself and not trying to push too hard but still sticking to a, the regimen mm. of like trying to be creative every day and do you sort of finish at the same time as well do I like do you sorry, finish your, your day like you know you say you sort of you get started at you get up at half six oh, and then yeah do you sort of is it like a nine to five sort of thing or maybe like eight to four or yeah that's yeah that's pretty typical like you know I, I um have a puppy or he's about mm. a little over a year now so he um is energetic uh, and, um, so usually around mm. like you know 4 p.m every day he's like hmm. you know ready to go he needs to be out of the house so generally yeah I'll I'll wrap up around like four or so but if there's mm. days where like I'm firing and like really in the zone then I, I'll keep going like you know um sometimes like I've it's, done like 18 hour writing days which is it, it's a nice feeling I think as well when you write a new song and you actually become quite not obsessed with it but I've always thought it's really nice to fall in love with a song that you've written it's not like it's in an artistic way but I've, I've wrote some things where I've been like 
oh wow I can actually I know that I can take this to a coffee shop and write lyrics over it now because that's a, that's a really catchy section like you said even though it's a verse it's like okay the chorus is a bit naff at the moment let's go back to that because it's not working I'll probably come back to that after listening to a few other songs but there's that oh it feels so good like if you're being that productive every single day you're going to have that feeling so much because you're just going to come up with different things and I really respect that. You know, a lot of people think it's spontaneity with me, with writing, but you seem to be very disciplined. My brother is like that too, just sort of in the studio from about 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. And that's, I, I really, that's, I might put a bit, a bit about that on the podcast uh, episode actually, because a lot of this, I, I wanted to help songwriters as well as let them into your world as Scott, you know, I, and what's in that song, for example, and what's come from that. But um, I like that. I should do this more songwriter tips, but generally people just sort of say, oh, no, I just do it. Like you said, on tour, you know, you're too tired. And uh, by the time you go home, you just want to think, oh, no, I've got to think about that. And I assume you do this as a full time job then, right? Well, I do music as a full time job. So I like between Amazing. like I do, you know, like I said, I play I have my project and I play in a couple of bands as a guitar mm. and bass player. And then I do like um uh sync licensing which is getting your music writing music for like tv shows and um commercials and stuff like that so between oh, all amazing. of it yeah. that's my job yeah um, it's like so cool so. you get paid to yeah, do what you love you know paid for your emotions is what i'm thinking uh, <laughs> sure yeah i mean it's uh. definitely it's definitely great it doesn't, it doesn't make it less hard it, you know it can be difficult sometimes but it's, it's yeah for sure routine yeah and it's, the phone thing works I bought myself when I was writing a lot I started to get a job and stuff eventually but um I got myself a phone jail two Christmases ago in 2019 because I was like you I thought I don't want to get out the room because I've got things coming through and obviously our not our job well your job but as songwriters you you want to if people are like oh can you you know you, you want to be getting feedback from Instagram and you kind of have to have your phone because some people oh I've got a gig coming up do you want to play or but uh but it's just keeping out the way, like you said, and you don't realize how fast it is to be distracted. Like I check my phone and it'll just be like, oh, I'll be on it for two minutes. Even when I'm recording this note, like, ah, I'll go back to that. It's so distracting. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you literally have to take, I've got to take it. My bed's over there. I've got to put it on the other side or like the windowsill because you just want to be, I want to be in logic, you know, I want to be immersed in this, the synthesizers. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. And, and like, mm -hmm. you know, it might sound like I'm very disciplined and I definitely try to be, but I have bad days for sure. And I do have yeah. moments where, uh, you were like, just like what you're describing where, you know, my yeah. phone goes off and like, <laughs> or something where I just need to send a text to somebody yeah. really quick. And next thing I know, I've been on my phone for 15 minutes and I don't know how I even got there. I'm like <sighs> looking at like memes or whatever. Like it's so it, true. It, dopamine. It's so crazy how it, yeah. Mm. It, I equate it to like, you know, when you're driving um, and you get to your destination and you don't even remember how you got there. You know, you're like, <laughs> I know I drove, but I don't know. Like, like, like you just end up in some place mm. and you. Like, how? So it's definitely yeah. it's a creative killer for sure. It's, it's, it's those things but it's and it's a catch 22 because obviously there will be people if you see your favorite artist, you're going to be like, oh, they've got a new song or maybe that person's doing a tour. I must get tickets later than you're thinking, oh gosh. But then you sort of look back and you feel guilty. I look at my, got my synth and my MIDI synth and I look at it and I think it's been sad there when I could have been, I could have written about three minutes worth of a song right now or like a really good lyric. But instead, like you said, and it is, it's, it's humiliating, but it will be memes. It'll be 
recent essay, all this stuff about like the, just really, really like Hollywood stuff, which I don't even. That's not doing me any good. That's not bringing out fruitful creative songs. Is that's not bleeding emotion? That's just like me being. Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's like when you have crisps or something. You know, you you guys call them potato chips, I guess. But you just you can't stop eating it because yeah. it's salt. Even though you know it's mm-hmm. so bad for you, it's like I I just want to carry on. It's like a dopamine, I think. But bad times. Yeah, definitely true. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess it's best to like you know. Do you guys use the the, the <laughs> word FOMO out there? You know, what FOMO. Yeah. Is? Do you guys not use that? Do I thought that was an American thing, to be honest. Yeah, I, it is an American thing. The fear of missing out, mm-hmm. and that's like that's like uh, that definitely applies to to social media usage. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you feel like if you're not constantly connected to that thing, then um, you're going to like miss something. And it's just so stupid because, you know, it's going to be there next time you pick it up. And um, and it changes every second. Like the iPhone, this, they bring out something new all the time. Even TikTok. I didn't, I don't know if you do TikTok, Scott. I'm not, I feel like I'm too old for TikTok. I don't know. I feel I'm, I don't, do you do TikTok? I guess you're a musician. So some people say. I don't. Nah. I don't do TikTok. No, uh, yeah, it's not I, the it, same. Uh, Instagram's the one, I think. Yeah, I mean it. It's uh, I know it's a tool that people utilize and do it well. Uh, mm. I I feel old when I open it up too. It's yeah. like it's a bit it's in your so... face. I'm like, calm down, folks. I can't. What's going on? Even Snapchat. Like someone Snapchat me. I, I, how do I work this thing? I don't. I mean, there was a time when I was 21, but I don't know. That's like a sign of age, but I just can't. I think, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's Instagram is apparently really like it, it's visual and stuff, but I've heard that it's quite, it's like one of the healthiest ones, but I don't know. I'm sometimes like, is it healthy? Am I looking at good stuff? But I don't know. Well, it's not, I mean, it's like, it's like diet Coke. It's not healthy, <laughs> but it's better than real Coke. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm like, quote that. That's nice. Yeah. So <laughs> um, that's yeah, absolutely yeah. true. I, I, yeah, I don't know. People say Chloe, go on TikTok because there's a market for singers and stuff. But I think I figure that maybe 16 year olds not. I'm 28, so I don't know whether that's people probably listening thinking you're not old, Chloe. You're not even 30. But it just obviously, I'm glad you feel the same because I thought, am I missing out as a musician because I'm not putting it out there? But I just, I don't know. It just sometimes you just bond with with certain apps and eh, I don't know. I'm glad you feel the same anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I might be part of the minority. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I've, I've always struggled with social media. You know, it's like, really uh, when I, you're so active, yeah, like it, you have good things coming out though, you know, you're good promoting. So I'm surprised by that, to be honest. Well, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. There's definitely people that do it much better than me. I just kind of like, I don't, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. There's no, there's no like <laughs> rhyme or reason to anything that I post, you know, mm. um, it's just, I almost, you know, just do it because I know that I have to, I know that like, if, you know, yeah, I got to remind people like I exist almost, you know, mm. otherwise like <laughs> it's not good business sense to, to make a post every year or something. So Absolutely like, not. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's difficult. It's hard. It's, a lot of a lot of artists aren't, you know, like cut out for to be marketing people. Yeah. You know, they, they make art and write songs and whatever. And so it's like, 
difficult learning curve to learn how to how to also like be your own marketing team I don't know. yeah do you do, yeah because it, it is hard I don't do that well do you do your own then my own Instagram yeah 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 I, mean, I think you're fine to be honest you and I think because you've got stuff going on as well that always helps like I've got a gig or this is happening and I think you're supportive I was in the stuff and know you, you're very supportive of him as well which is nice and you're promoting other artists and um I think I'm fine but yeah it's definitely I, I think if I ever get not famous but if I, my stuff ever gets well known I think I will get someone to do the marketing because you have to like you said you can't sometimes you look at artists I see some artists who I've, I've heard a song and I'm like oh I really want to talk to them or I want to find stuff out and it says uh 9th of june 2020 and i'm thinking okay they're clearly not active on their social media so are they reachable you know or shall i go to another thing i don't know but yeah no there's a lot of content there you guys should follow it's it's just your name is it's scott uh is it scott brian ruth or is it scott ruth brian your... yeah it's actually my my full name scott brian ruth um <laughs> i don't know if that makes it hard to find me but i think if you just type in scott ruth you can find me as well um yeah uh yeah yeah awesome and um i guess i feel like while i've still got you i'm just like thinking of the the, the things i want to ask us steal you it's meant to be about the song and i've gone on so many different things so i apologize i didn't say that in the original message i sent you i didn't ask you that no, i, was gonna I be love chatting session. about this stuff i could do it all day so. yeah it's great and so for example I'm, I'm sitting here for those people who are listening to the audio version sitting here watching you in your guitar fueled room what is your plan for today so like after this will you go and just come up with something or have you already got something in the works um so yeah after this i'm i'm like i'm deep in the um process of finishing up some new songs so after this i'm just gonna be working on music um finishing up with yeah a couple songs that are close to the finish line and then um before I know it, my dog will need to get out of the house. <laughs> I love that your dog's a motivator. What's your dog called? His name's Wilson. Wilson. Oh, what is, is he there now? Can we see? I locked him away because he probably, uh, you know. It'd be crazy. Like, yeah, we've had a few podcast dogs. There have been people who had the dogs and it has disrupted. I wouldn't really mind, to be honest, because it's so calm, but it's really peaceful. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, what I was going to say as well gonna ask do you when you're recording and when you're writing creative production, do you use logic like will you go on to logic today or is it cubase or what what door is it yeah i i personally use logic Yay. Um, nice but my friends use a bunch of different things so it's mm. um it's kind of all over the place i've been thinking about dabbling in some other software too just because like mm. it's kind of difficult when certain friends use one thing and you want to like yeah trade sessions back and forth it kind of makes it it makes it easier if you're using the same software but as of right mm. now i don't th- think one's better than the other necessarily but mm. i i personally love logic i think it's really easy to use i think it's mm-hmm. inexpensive yeah uh and i think that you know it's good quality so um that's absolutely my preference right now yeah yeah i i think literally uh well, yeah, I think 99% of my guests have used Logic. There's a few people, Pro Tools and Ableton as well, which is what we used in my band, which is really cool for like loops and live loops. But um, I'm with you totally. It's just easy. And I, I sort of fell in love with it when I was 17. And I thought it, it's there for you, literally. This, this, It's like the, the, the ocean, though. I think there's about 90% I haven't discovered yet. 
in the plugins and stuff because that's just me I, I like to keep it I say I like to keep it simple I like to keep it simple for myself mm-hmm. because I'm quite I, I just I don't know I get I'm really lazy and I'm like oh if it doesn't work but um yeah it's good good to know actually that you use logic logic another one on the beyond the notion series guys so for those who use logic yeah uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that was, I guess I, that was something I wanted to ask at the start, but, um, thank you so much for answering all the like random questions, Scott, like this tune is amazing. It's one of my favorites of the summer thank and you. I know it was really stages ago, but I like to think, I always think of it as where I'm at in my life. And I sort of connect you with sort of an era that I'm going through because you were the writer and I know Noah was part of it as well. So if Noah, you're listening, like such a tune, mate, well done. <laughs> See American as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you guys were from i sort of figured because i heard about the accent but i wasn't too sure um until you said obviously like the time difference because obviously what time is it there now like it's morning isn't it it is uh it's almost 11 a.m have you had your coffee today i have had my coffee yeah so was it I'm, starbucks I'm doing good no i make coffee at home uh yeah, yeah but for your fans if they want to know what coffee you have just a bit of a nothing interesting i yeah i shop it i do bulk shopping at costco and buy like oh. oh you guys don't have costco out there but if you know what costco is they have they have them in some places it's so random they'll have someone like i know you call it the motorway i, I think is it free where you guys call it but the motorway they'll have yeah. it it's so random on on some sides of some cities i don't understand why it's not more okay. mainstream but um i've heard of it it's like a supermarket right like walmart or something well, it's like a uh yeah it's it's like a it's a warehouse it's like you do bulk shopping there so you usually the portions are really big and last you a while and so like i buy you know coffee bags that are like this tall like three pounds or something okay that's a lot of fuel for your singing (laughs) and you you create your brain (laughs) well it's just financially uh it's better isn't it yeah Yeah, for sure i'm i'm not into you know I, i enjoy a good craft cup of coffee every now and then mm. but I, I can't mm. drink like it helps though with writing like I'm trying to keep on subject I feel like your fans are gonna be like why are you talking to him about Walmart but it's interesting because those things help you write like with me like, there's times I can't write or go on logic for like three hours unless I chug something I need that to keep me going like you said before with the whole blood get your blood going and um yeah so it, it's important. Um, so there you go, some tips for cool. yeah. for Scott's fans there. Is that, I'm going to listen. Someone's going to forward this and be like, what are they, why is she talking to him about like supermarkets? What's But it all goes towards the work. So that's the way I see it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the mundane details. Uh, of I think it makes life, you human. interested. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's awesome. The tips have been great. And honestly, um, yeah, I love it. I really love the song. And you're so talented and please don't ever stop writing i know that you're so that's never going to happen that you're like so into it but um thank you so much it really means a lot scott and you're great you're really inspiring i'll take some of those tips for myself that's okay take it back if you will thank you you (laughs) thank you so much for having me yeah i love love chatting about this stuff so it's it's, it's good again it's like uh it's good i think it's good to talk about it's sort of it's sort of like soul food i think when talking about this kind of stuff and doing it isn't it? it makes you feel oh my gosh that's why i took some time off i just want to do some writing and to interview people who i've been listening to for the past few months so yeah r- really really cool one of my favorites thank you so much scott and um yeah i will yeah i'll catch you soon all right
stuck with all these memories I wish I never left Maybe it's alright, I get it You can't give what you don't have So let all the love you give me You can take it back